all of us are overwhelmed with incredible amount of stress. We're overwhelmed with incredible amount of distractions. We're given and seeing all the different wrong things to eat. We're constantly in front of somebody that's jerking us around. When your body says yes, your mind says no. And then when your mind runs out, your spirit kicks in. And then you learn about yourself and you learn that you have more than you realize. Attack life, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Tim, in your school and your style, Hoover Karate Academy, you've got what's called the six selves. Yes, I do. We've talked about all of them at some point over the last five and a half years or so, but we'll start with self-discipline, discipline self, self-respect, respect self, self-control, self-confidence, self-defense, and then last but not least, self-awareness. Right. For many years, you used to say that they're all equal. That's not the case any longer. You now say that one is clearly more important or it outranks the others and you need one in order to have the others correct which is that it's discipline self-discipline yeah you cannot have and learn respect without discipline you cannot have and learn control without discipline you cannot learn self-defense or self-awareness or self-confidence without discipline it's discipline 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 over over and over in your brain understanding that the more you scratch it the more you go for it the more you're going to learn about yourself, about yourself, about your relationships, about your God, about the reason why you're here, about the reason why you're breathing, why you're alive, and how you can contribute. It's discipline. And you describe self-discipline as doing what you have to do before doing what you want to do. Right. And it's important to fulfill your obligations before pursuing your pleasures. Sure. And not feeling so self-entitled. You know, the idea is that we're all imperfect here. And I go back to John Wesley, Charles Wesley, created the Methodist religion way back when. And it's, it's simple. It's called the method of discipline. Now, you say, well, if that's a religion, how, how can that be spiritual? It, it creates the work that involves myself to learn about my God, uh, to learn about my way, that I am then a better person because I have to follow morals. I have to follow things that are going to make life better, not just for me, but for the person next to me and then next to him and next to her. It becomes a better world because I have to be disciplined to follow rules. It makes me a better physical being because I have a discipline to eat right. It makes me better about the awareness of the world around me. I open my eyes. The minute I breathe, I see I have to be disciplined to pay attention to the details of life and to rid myself of all the distractions and learn to be open to more things where I can contribute. All these things start and end with discipline. We talk about relationships. I mean, you need discipline to continually show up, not just show up, but show up and and offer something and bring something to the table, whether it's with your spouse or your children or your coworkers. It takes discipline to show up, to continually sure show up and have something of substance to offer. Well, yeah, look, we're all looking for that perfect person. We're all looking for that perfect relationship. We're all looking for that perfect marriage. We're all looking for that perfect day in the martial arts studio, in the academy. It, it's that, you know, perfectionist skill that we never seem to achieve. We're all facing that carrot. But while we're facing to chase that carrot, we have to get the discipline to get up and go and chase it. A good therapist said once to me, a good friend of mine said, um, you know, marriage is muddy. I'll never forget it. I said, what do you mean by that? She says, it's never clear. And you can't just let it be and accept that. 
you have to work at. Now, you have to work at marriage. You have to work at relationships. You have to work at your martial arts. If you want to be a good martial artist, you may have a good day and you may have a bad day. But most of the days of training are going to be mediocre. You're not going to feel like you're at the top of the game. And as you age, it even requires more work to be more disciplined. And I just think that what allows you to be scholastically better, what allows you to be a better athlete, a better person, a better person in relationships is the attention to discipline. One of my favorite quotes from Muhammad Ali as you're talking here just makes me think of this. He said, I hated every minute of training. That's discipline. It took discipline to train, to do what he did, to do the road work every single day at two, three in the morning. Don't quit, though. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. Now, I disagree with that to an extent because anything of uh, value you have to maintain. So he was working toward a certain goal. And then once he achieved it, you know, you don't have to do the road work and all that kind of stuff anymore. But that makes me think of the discipline you have to have to train to become that champion. You got to show up continually. Yeah, well, sure. You know, and I think that's one of the attractive parts of the martial arts. You know, the martial arts always was envisioned to me where you had that old guy with a beard. Yeah. You know, 80 or so years old, still doing what he's doing, especially you know, the old master was always an old master. Mm -hmm. But yet he was still agile and good. You know, a lot of these young athletes push the discipline to succeed, get top of the game, get paid the big money. But then after that's all done and over, what happens? Right. Uh, they, they, you know, not all of them. But what I see in the martial arts is that you can chase that carrot. As long as you're alive, you can pursue greatness and perfection of skill in the martial arts and age well with it. And I think that's one of the reasons why I continue to do it is because it affects the rest of my body. The way I think when I'm training, um, I feel better the next day, even though physically I might move a little slower. But my mindset's sharper. I feel better. I feel more aware, uh, more respectful and so on and so on that follow all the different uh, things we talk about. But if you don't show up. If you don't have to drive to show up, even your most tired days, and I think all of us are overwhelmed with incredible amount of stress. We're overwhelmed with incredible amount of distractions. We're given and seeing all the different wrong things to eat. We're constantly in front of somebody that's jerking us around. And so by the time you get into that dojo, you're tired, man. You're just tired. It takes that extra just one ounce of energy, of discipline, focused in the right area, to make you perform a little bit better. So at the end of the day, you can go home and have a good night's sleep and start your day off in a better day. Well, forget the dojo. At the end of the day, you're tired. You show up and you come back home to your wife or your children or your husband or your partner and you're tired, like you said, because the, the arena, as you like to say that I love that saying, the arena tires you out. Yeah. So it takes discipline to show up in each area of that arena where you do show up. Yeah, exactly. So I think we'd all agree that we need self-discipline. And that's something you knew before you even listened to this episode. But now, how do you cultivate it? How do you develop it if you don't have that? We've talked about it before. We'll continue talking about it because to me, that's a pillar. That's fundamental with everything that we're all about. And, uh, you know, and I work at it because there's times where I feel weak with it. It's something you have to work for all the time. Just showing up is not good enough. That's half the battle showing up. But you got to show up in quality and you've got to really be there, not just be there in body. Well, you know, look like uh, I, when I used to do a lot of diving, just go a lot of diving, saw a lot of oceans, uh, saw a lot of beautiful things. But the first thing 
you know, as you're doing your diving profile, first thing it said was, listen, if you don't feel good enough, do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know, you're underwater and there's a lot of issues as what could go wrong. You know, I get that. But not in everyday life. I, yeah. don't, I don't agree. You with don't that. agree with that. I no. knew as soon as you said that, I knew you don't agree with that. No, and I got to tell you, because that's the conversation you have to have with your own head. Here's the solution. Here's the, here's what it is. We listen to this program to find out how you find discipline. And I think as a martial artist for 50 years, I can tell you how. You argue with yourself. You get inside your own head and you tell you you can do it mm-hmm. rather than giving up and saying you can't. Right. That has to do with everything. You, you go, Again, I go down that grocery store. You got a good piece of chocolate cake today. You say, no, 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 not for me. You argue with yourself. When your body says yes, your mind says no. And then when your mind runs out, your spirit kicks in. And then you learn about yourself and you learn that you have more than you realize mm-hmm you ever had along the lines of the uh diving instructor that you're talking about there's a sales manager i know of that tells a sales team that if you're not feeling good that day you don't make sales calls that day because on the phone the people will feel your energy you're not in the right mindset just skip it don't do it you're going to do more harm than good so i guess it's like anything there's that fine line there's that balance because if you applied that to uh you know just exercising working out you'd never work out right it's like slowly getting into the water it's slowly working out you're moving you're grooving you're warming up you're stretching and then the endorphins start moving your blood starts flowing then you get into it then five ten minutes is like okay let's go we can do this this is good you just need to break the ice right but it, it all would not have happened if you would not have had that argument with yourself you know right couch Right. Or dojo. Right. Fritos or dojo. And then you make that choice, and that's how you get to learn how to feel better about yourself. Because if you would have stayed home on the couch, watched some kind of stupid TV show, or had a bag of chips, whatever, you'd feel guilty the next day. Mm-hmm. Rather than feel guilty the next day, feel good the next day. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. For more on our way of life through the martial arts, subscribe to our podcast. AttackLifeNotOthers.com This has been a Steve Mittenin social media creation. Creation, creation. SteveMittenin socialmedia.com